Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter. My mission is to empower people to become the best versions of themselves so that they can live their best lives. I'm redefining success so people stop living the lives they think they should live and start living the lives they love. Join me weekly as I share my own insights and speak with guests that have embraced their unique gifts into living life on their terms. I hope these conversations inspire you to make the most out of your life by being your best self. Remember, be you, be beautiful. Hey, you guys. On this week's episode, I get to speak with Kelsey Aida. She's an author, a coach, a podcast co-host, a course creator, and she's on a mission to help people win at life. And in this episode, Kelsey shares her story about going from depression to feeling great through manifestation. And we just talk about manifestation and affirmations and what those things are and really how they work. And I just love Kelsey's energy, and I'm so excited to hear what you all learn from her. Enjoy! Before we get into the show, I wanted to take a moment to share how I host my podcast using Anchor. It's free and easy to use. You can record and edit using your phone or computer, and then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's super easy to use, and they do the work for you. I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on to the show. Kelsey, thank you so much for being on the BU podcast today. I'm really excited to talk to you about affirmations and manifestation, but will you just give us a little bit about, tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, Well, my name is Kelsey Aida. I help people to own their power and win at life, specifically through the practice of manifesting your genuine desires loving yourself, healing your emotions, raising your vibration. I host a podcast called High Vibe In It. I write lots of books on personal development, self-empowerment. I have online courses. I have international retreats, coaching clients. So basically, I'm just here to empower and inspire the people. And it all started because I was feeling very disempowered for a long time. And I was suffering from depression for years, like I think it was three years that I went through that. Mm -hmm. And when I decided that it was time to improve the quality of my life or take my own life, I was like, well, I just need to figure out like how to be happy and live a good life. And that's when I really stumbled upon all the right resources and teachers. And I was getting all these downloads and raising my vibe and healing really fast. And a couple of weeks after I like decided it's do or die, literally, I was feeling so great. (laughs) I was feeling better than I had felt even before I was suffering from depression. And I just realized there was so much value to this work and that manifesting is so fun and empowering. And now that I've been teaching this for years, there's so much more to it than just, um, living intentionally, but really manifestation is all healing journey because the reason why we want things is because the version of us who has them feels better, is more healed, is more expanded. You know, it's like a bigger, better, more awesome version of us that can become, or that is a match to receiving and experiencing those opportunities in life. So yeah, I'm just really passionate about teaching people and empowering people. And that's my jam. 
Awesome. I love it. There's just like so much there. And I love that you talked about it being a healing journey because I've never really thought about that. So I want to get into that a little bit later, but I kind of want to go back to like where it all started. And you said you were dealing with depression and then kind of started getting into these resources. And that's kind of, you know, like what led you to all of this, but I mean, were you skeptical at all about like when you started like to learn about manifestation and affirmations and the other things like, like how, like take me back to then, like what that was really like for you. Yeah. So was I skeptical? Uh, not really because it can all be explained by science Mm. and quantum physics. And so since I was studying it, not just from a spiritual perspective, but also like reading about quantum physics and learning about all these experiments that scientists had done, like it's been proven over and over, like the influence of our consciousness on matter. So to me, it made perfect sense. And I was never really skeptical. I was super open and just studying it from a lot of different angles, Mm -hmm. Um, the spiritual, the metaphysical, the energetic. Um, And I'm not someone to be like, oh, just because I can't see it, it doesn't exist. Like I can feel and sense energy. So I know like, like what's what? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, so like, did you, do you remember kind of like what the first thing was that you like wanted to manifest or, you know, do you, do you remember that? Not specifically, but it was really just in general, like manifesting, feeling better, manifesting mm-hmm. more happiness, manifesting more joy. Um, those were like some my main focuses at that time. And I know that a lot of my journey started and was propelled by having a gratitude journal. And Mm -hmm. I was rewiring my neural pathways to focus on what was good in my life and what was working and what I was thankful for. And that really helped my brain post depression. And it also just helped elevate my vibe because gratitude is like one of the highest frequencies. So that definitely helped to lift me And then at the time, you know, I started my manifestation journey, like many people listening to Abraham Hicks and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and rewatching The Secret over and over, which is super fun movie. And yeah, eventually I just got deeper and deeper into the world. And now I'm teaching perspectives that I guess I've accessed directly without like hearing them from other teachers and stuff, because it's so Mm. much more than just like ask and you shall receive. Cause if it was that easy, right? Like everyone would have everything they wanted, but there's more to it than that. And that's kind of where my work comes into play now, especially with my one-on-one clients and stuff is like, okay, where are some limitations in your beliefs? Where are some energetic blockages that you might be carrying? What kind of self-sabotaging patterns are you maybe subconsciously practicing that are holding you back from your desires and looking at resistance? Because when you can master your resistance, that's really when you can manifest anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to ask you kind of like what does manifestation like really look like? Um, and you, you said you had like your gratitude journal. Um, but I mean, like, what does it look like for someone to really go through that process? Well, it all starts with the contrast. So we experience things that we don't like, we don't prefer, we don't generally enjoy. And that actually gives rise to a lot of clarity 
and intention of like, oh, I want so deeply to experience the opposite of this, right? So like if you become, if you have certain trauma in your childhood, that sets off a really strong desire to experience the opposite. So let's say if you were abandoned, if you were someone who was put up for adoption or something like that, you might have an abandonment wound and a part of you, the rest of your life is manifesting. And this could be just on a subconscious level, manifesting for someone to stay, for you to not be abandoned, for you to experience the opposite of what hurt you, right? So that's kind of the beauty of the contrast and the law of attraction is like you will manifest your healing, um, but on like more conscious, practical manifesting level, like let's say you want to manifest your dream home, Mm -hmm. I think it's really just a matter of setting the intention, doing some fun manifestation work, whether that's visualizing, whether that's scripting, as they say on the TikTok these days, whether that's like, you know, uh, talking about it with your friends, daydreaming about it, whatever. That stuff is all easy to find online. That's like what everybody already knows how to do in the law of attraction space. But after that, then you got to look at for any points of resistance. So is there a part of me that doesn't think it would be in my best interest to have this dream house right now? Mm -hmm. Um, Are there reasons why maybe I think that this might be bad or not beneficial or lead to something detrimental? Um, Is there a part of me believes that believes that this is really hard to attain or impossible for me or that I don't deserve it or whatever. So that's when you dig deeper and look for any sort of blockages. And when you can see and clear those, then you're basically unstoppable. And it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Wow. I really love that. And I mean, it just sounds like you really do have to kind of like dig deep and kind of see what is blocking you and what's holding you back. Cause it, it almost sounds like, you know, with the process of manifestation, it's not just, yeah, it's not just saying like, oh, I want to, you know, live in this dream house. It's like really thinking of like, well, what, what am I doing to actually stop myself from having it? And then it's like, you're kind of opening yourself to like move away from those blockages so that you can have your dream house. So it's almost like, yeah, you're just kind of getting out of your own way. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting out of your own way, getting curious about yourself and something that's super helpful that a lot of people don't do that mm-hmm. I guide all my clients through is asking themselves why they want that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you think you're going to feel differently when you're in that house, when you have that thing? What's yeah. the f- core feeling that you're actually after? Is it security? Is it luxury? Is it beauty? Is it, you know, whatever it is. Um, because that's your genuine desire. Like I always think of physical 3d stuff as like the surface desire, which is fun and like attainable and like manifest all the fun things, but there's something deeper under that. And that's usually linked to a core need or a core desire. And you can't unwant what you want. You can't Mm -hmm. unneed what you need. So you kind of owe it to yourself to figure out how to get it and be resourceful So when you know exactly what that is, it's so much easier to go for that directly. Because if you realize, oh, I really want to be surrounded by beauty. I really want to live in luxury. I want to feel financially free. I want to feel secure, whatever it is. There's a million ways where you can start feeling like that today without Mm -hmm. the condition of I have to have the house first before I can start embodying those qualities. Yeah, Because a lot of people use their manifestations as conditions and they say, I'm not going to allow myself to feel my own abundance until I'm a millionaire. 
I'm not going to allow myself to feel joy until I have that partner. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like this fine line of like being content with what you have, but like knowing that there's like more out there. Cause yeah. And you can't just base your feelings off of like what may happen in the future, um, but prepping yourself for like today. Um, yeah. And so how, um, I want to talk about your book and that's kind of how we got connected. Um, I started reading your book affirmations for happiness, which I love. And I just feel like whenever I like open it up, I'm just like, Oh, this is what I need to hear. It's like, just like these happy little blurbs that like make you think, but I don't know. I love it. So will you just tell me a little bit more about like where that idea came from. And I also want to get into like how affirmations are kind of tied in with, with manifestation. Yeah. So affirmations are a really powerful tool when used correctly. (laughs) There's a lot of like not misinformation, but kind of like misguided practices around affirmations, right? Because the general teaching is just fake it till you make it, affirm Mm -hmm. your dream life, even if it makes you feel stupid when you say it now, and just like lie to yourself until it's true, (laughs) which (laughs) actually does more harm than good. And it causes fragmentation in your psyche. So when you lie to yourself, it's not helpful at all. You're actually just causing like more work that you're gonna have to do later as far as like healing goes. Yeah. So my whole thing, a couple of years before I wrote this book, I wrote a book called Hashtag Actually I Can, The Art of Affirming Yourself to Greatness. And I really wanted to publish that book because there's nobody teaching how to do affirmations in an authentic way where you can really stand by it no matter how you feel in this moment. So it feels authentic when you say it, but also at the same time, it either brings you a sense of relief or empowerment. Mm. because that's the part that helps you raise your vibration and become a vibrational vibrational match to what you're trying to manifest. Yeah. So that's how affirmations can help you in the manifesting journey. They help you to program your mind. They help you to raise your vibration, but only when they feel good or help you to feel better when you say them, not when they make you feel like a liar and a fraud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love that so much because yeah. I mean, I think we're just so often told of like, yeah, fake it till you make it and just say it to yourself, like oh, I'm happy and you know, whatever. Right. But if you're not, you know, like energetically connected to that, or if you kind of feel like in the back of your mind, like, oh my gosh, like that's such a lie. Like, yeah, it's not going to feel good saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so I really like just... that you bring that up. You're just like creating like an inner war and that's like the opposite of inner peace, right? So affirmations are really helpful when they feel authentic. So back to my first book, I wanted to write it to teach people how to use affirmations in an authentic way and how to like rephrase them, reword them. And I call it softening them, how to soften Mm. affirmations so that they resonate with where you are now, but they also help you inch towards where you want to go. So for example, instead of saying like, I'm in a loving, committed relationship when you're like single, (laughs) you could be like, I'm working towards manifesting my soulmate, or I'm really excited to meet my person or whatever it is. It it can be authentic in the now, but also empowering and get you pumped up. Right. You feel the difference between like lying and like being in the moment, but also excited about the future. Yeah. And and just like taking that, like those small steps. Cause it's like, yes, like I know like that's realistically 
like next for me rather than like, how the heck am I going to find this loving relationship if I'm like super single and like no guys are around, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And affirmations can be disempowering too. When you say things like, I'm super single. I hate being single. Being single sucks. Like everything you say to yourself is an affirmation. So becoming conscious of this dialogue in your mind is super beneficial because if you don't want to think certain things, you can, you know, shift them, but only when you're aware. Like if you're not aware of what's going on, you're not going to be able to make any changes. Yeah. I actually like really just had like an aha moment when you said like affirmations are like everything you say, because, you know, I always think about affirmations being, you know, like the positive things that you say, but really your words are so powerful. So whatever you say and speak to yourself, like that's, what's gonna come to you and surround you and stuff. So I really like that. Like your, yeah, your affirmations could be positive or negative, but you want them to be positive. (laughs) I mean, ideally, yeah, it's more beneficial when they're positive. Obviously you can't expect yourself to like talk positive to yourself all the time because that's not realistic, but you can make it like a goal to be more encouraging to yourself and to have Mm -hmm. more beneficial thoughts about yourself and your life. Because something that my co-host of High Vibe in It taught me, Lindsay Robinson, she's a hypnotherapist, is that we are most susceptible to our own hypnosis. So whatever Mm. thoughts we think, we are programming ourselves subconsciously all the time. Yeah. So it's really powerful for you to think empowered thoughts. And a lot of like quality of life comes down to like your internal world right? Because two people can have the same exact circumstances, but one could be having an awesome time and one could be having a really bad time, depending on how they're looking at it, how they're thinking about it, how they're taking it in, what they're telling themselves about it, what they're making their life mean, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why this introspective work and choosing better feeling thoughts is so empowering. So to go back to your question originally about the second book that I wrote, um, Affirmations for happiness. It was actually a collaboration that I manifested with a publisher. Mm-hmm. Simon and Schuster has a smaller, um, like wellness division named Adams media. And they had reached out to me and they're like, Hey, you're the affirmation queen. Like we really love your work. Will you write this book yeah. um, that we're doing? That's kind of a part of a series and it's going to be called affirmations for happiness. And it's basically to help people use affirmations to experience more joy. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll totally write this book. <laughs> Sounds super easy and fun and awesome. Yeah. So that's how the opportunity came and I wrote it and it was really fun because a lot of, most of the affirmations in the book are channeled like directly from source. So <laughs> when I sat down to write the book, I asked like, what does the reader need to hear in this moment? Like what's going to genuinely help people to have relief, to be easier on them themselves to feel better in a, in a more gentle and authentic way, not like a really corny, annoying way. Like I feel great every single day and life is amazing all the time. Like that's kind of annoying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried to steer away from that vibe and just make it really like accessible and gentle and nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally agree. And I, I, I get that vibe of like, this is actually like something real and relatable and like I am feeling it rather than just like, oh my gosh. Like, cause to be honest, like when I first got your book, I didn't open it right away. Cause I was just like, I am not in the mood for like this affirmations for happiness, like 
I don't know, just, you know, like when things are like too happy and you're yes. like not in the mood for yes. it. Yes. Yeah. When you're not a vibrational match to it in that moment. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. And I even say in the book, like, if you're not about it, don't force it. Like, wait till you're ready to feel better and then use these affirmations, you know? Yeah. And now I was just kind of curious um, because, you know, thinking about like being like energetically matched to it and kind of going back to um, like when you're working with your clients and kind of getting down to like the why of like why they want to manifest something. Um, Like, do you, do you find that there's sometimes like a disconnect between like what someone like says that they want um, versus like what they actually want or like not really being ready for it yet? Sometimes because a lot of the reason why we don't have something is because we're not ready on some level. Like if we were ready, we would have it. Yeah. You know? So generally speaking, I feel like that can be pretty true. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like working with clients and stuff and knowing what they want. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't actually know what they truly want, which is why I always ask them, why do you want this thing that you think that you want? You might still want that thing after doing some questioning, but there's always that deeper want. So when people become aware of that, that's like a huge game changer. Yeah. And do you have um, like, like what are some of your uh, favorite kind of like success stories, like either your personal or like from some of the clients that you've worked with? Mm, I mean... I've helped people manifest some pretty cool stuff, like whether it's more success in their business or being less afraid of flying or just loving themselves more or manifesting their dream job or manifesting a partnership. I mean, one of my favorite manifestations obviously is like my soulmate that I'm with now, Jeff, he's awesome. He was definitely a project and a half to line up with. (laughs) (laughs) Will you tell us more about that for my audience who doesn't know you and your story? Yeah. Yeah. So I have experienced many relationships in my short lifetime, still not even 30 yet, but some good, some bad, you know, like everybody. And the one before Jeffrey was like so traumatic, so up and down, runner chaser, passion, drama, you know, the whole movie scenario. Yeah. And I was so traumatized after that because he was really emotionally abusive. He was really narcissistic. He had so many issues and like, it wasn't really his fault. It was like all this like childhood trauma and his mom and whatever. But, um, Eventually, when that didn't work out, I was so devastated and sad and a lot of grieving had happened for me. And I just went through this intense period of like just holding space for myself as I grieved and being so sad. And I was making up all these negative stories about my love life and working Mm -hmm. through all of that really put me on like a deep self-love journey of holding space for myself no matter how I felt and understanding him and myself and seeing him as a part of me and seeing him as a reflection of me and realizing that like him being so anxious and depressed was like the universe's way of trying to get me to love my anxious and depressed parts. Mm -hmm. And it just went really deep into all these energetics. And after like a year or so of doing healing work from that, I met Jeff Um, and I, before I met Jeff too, I had done a bunch of intention setting of the type of man that I wanted to be with and the type of partnership that I wanted to experience. And it's basically that. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And now like my new 
an improved relationship with myself is mirrored back to me through this partnership. So before I had not as good of a relationship with myself and that was being mirrored back to me through the partnership. And now I have a clearer, more enjoyable reflection, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and now cause that you really bring up like the self-love part about it, like I mean, it's just like also connected between like the self-love and yeah. affirmations and manifestation. Like, I mean, it, yeah, it does sound like you really have to do some like inner work first and like really love yourself before being able to attract these other things. Well, it just like expedites the process. And mm-hmm. like you said, everything's so connected, which is why I don't niche down and say, I'm a self-love coach, or I'm a manifesting coach, or I only talk about this one thing because like they all help each other. Right. right. So it's definitely important that you pointed that out. There's no like one size fits all, but there's many tools that can be beneficial in your journey to like improving the quality of your life. Yeah. And so like, what message do you really want to leave with people? That quality of life matters a lot. Yeah. I think people are starting to realize this after the whole Corona situation and lockdown and anyone who's ever been depressed or suicidal knows that like you would rather die than be miserable. Yeah. It's not necessarily that you don't want to live. It's that you don't want to live like that. Right. Right. Because quality of life matters. Feeling good as much as you can matters. Enjoyment matters. So go for the things that you want, go for the things that you need, resource yourself, give yourself permission. Um, you know, it's that whole like YOLO mentality, even though <laughs> I believe like, I believe in reincarnation. So maybe it's not YOLO, but maybe it's like, you only live this lifetime once <laughs> or twice. So, you know, try, try to enjoy it and do whatever you can to really just like soak all the juice out of it, I guess. Yeah. I love that. And kind of going back to, um, like how you dealt with your depression. And I mean, I just love talking about mental health and anxiety and stuff, but I'm just kind of curious, like, you know, do you ever like slip back into that or like, like, how do you kind of, uh, manage your like mental health and all that you do? Yeah. So Majority of the time, I'm pretty upbeat and energized and happy, but when I'm not, I can definitely slip into a dark place, but the difference now is that I don't resist it, so I don't get stuck there for long periods of time. Like, when Mm. I was depressed for three years, it's because I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know how to be with my sadness. I didn't know how to validate my pain, and if I had done that, I wouldn't have been depressed for three years. It could have been a couple weeks, you know? It could have been a much shorter experience, but... Now, if I get sad or I get mad or I get triggered, it's usually over within a couple hours, a day, a couple yeah. days. I don't really get stuck in any one emotion for too long now because I just have less judgment towards myself and I just embrace my humanity more. Because when mm-hmm. you don't resist how you feel, it's like way easier for your body to process it. And then you can come back to your natural state of happiness. Yeah. I really like that of like not resisting your feelings and just kind of like embracing them and understanding like, you know, it happens and I'm going to process why it happens and then I'm going to come out of it. But yeah, you're so right of like when you're in that, you know, dark place, it can be when you don't have like the tools and resources, it can be really easy to just get stuck there and not know how to get out of it, but like not even want to deal with all the feelings that you're feeling. 
Yeah. And the scary part usually isn't like the actual feeling itself, but it's everything you're telling yourself about if you embrace that feeling. Right. So there's stories like, oh, if I feel this pain, it's going to be too much. If I um, allow myself to feel how I feel, I'm not going to get stuff done. I need to get done. Uh, I don't have time for this. I don't want to feel like this. I shouldn't be feeling like this. You know, there's so many things that we tell ourselves that just really aren't true and they aren't helpful um, as far as the emotional healing process goes. And emotional healing is a huge part of raising your vibration because a lot of the blockages are... um, like can be the untangling factor to like you feeling better and you manifesting what you want. But if you're not willing to go there, then I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And you mentioned that, um, you are, you know, the co-host of the podcast high vibing it. Will you tell us a little bit more about that and what that, uh, podcast is all about? Yeah. So high vibing it is all about living your best life, manifesting your dreams, you know, improving your quality of life, wellness, healing, energetics, hypnosis, spirituality, all that fun stuff. And I hosted it with one of my best friends, Lindsay Robinson, who's a hypnotherapist. And every Monday we publish a new episode. It's everywhere. You can search for High Vibe in it on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. But um, the way that it's spelt is three separate words, high vibe in without the G. So drop the G, put an apostrophe there, high vibe in it. Um, And yeah, it's a really, really fun, upbeat, inspirational show where we just get real about what helps you to live your best life. Awesome. I love it. And you know, I'm all about living your best life. So I'm all about that. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I know you, you know, you have your um, two books that you've already done and your podcast and, you know, your clients that you work with, like, what else do you have going on that you want to share with us? Or do you have any exciting like events or anything coming up? Yeah. So I can definitely tease that there's a couple more books in the works and these ones are specifically about manifesting and one book that I've been working on for a while that I will probably self-publish soon. Uh, I don't know. The book is on its own timeline. You know, I'm trying to work with it. I have a very interesting back and forth relationship with this book, which I've never had before. Usually books come to me so easy. It's just like wham, bam, channel it, write it in two months. Good to go. But this one, this one's so interesting. I can't wait to see like how it unfolds, but it's called (laughs) why the law of attraction works for some people, but not you. And it's essentially (laughs) like a sassy manifestation troubleshooting guide. So it's like, oh, I've been doing all the things, but like, why isn't it happening? And it's all like each chapter has different ways to address different forms of resistance Mm -hmm. and help you work through those blockages, um, you know, clean up your energy a little bit, line up with what you want more. And I feel like it's the missing piece to a lot of manifesting information out there. So I'm super excited about that. And another book potentially with my publisher on manifesting practices that are helpful. And then I have a self-love retreat coming up in October and another one next February where I take a group of women to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and we practice healing work and we bond together and we do fun Mexican vacation stuff. And it's just a really like loving, healing, up-leveling experience where 
women can come, be themselves, unload some baggage, heal some stuff, activate new levels, and then go home just like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, if anyone wants to learn about that or join the next retreat, uh, you can go to kelseyaida.com slash retreat. And then if you want to hear about my books, just make sure you follow me on Instagram at kelseyaida or join my email list at kelseyaida.com because then you'll be in the know when all these books come out. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this book. Like you said the title and I'm like, I feel personally called out, but okay. <laughs> I know it's kind of like borderline, like an abusive title, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> my sister came up with it a long time ago. She's like, it's Sassmeister. We, I had written this article that was like basically manifesting troubleshooting and some reasons why, like maybe it's not working for you. And yeah. I was like, Sabrina, like, what should I call this? And she's like, just call it what it is. Why the law of attraction works <laughs> for some people, but not you. And I was like, dude, genius. <laughs> so I just took the title and ran with it for that blog post. And that blog post has been shared over like 20,000 times. And so I was like, okay, I think there's something to this. Like people really resonate with this idea. And I don't mean it to like shame anyone <laughs> or make people feel like you're not doing enough or you're doing it wrong. Cause it's totally like not that. Right. But um it's meant to be like funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. And it's funny because like for me personally, like I learned about the law of attraction, you know, like a few years ago. And I was like all about it when I learned about it. But then I just like honestly, I just like have it. It just like hasn't been on my radar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm like, I feel like a book like that would just kind of help me like, all right, this is like how you actually use it and make it happen and work for you and kind of yeah. So I'm like, I need that book. So yeah. And the book really goes into like our relationship with the universe and why things happen the way they do and why it takes time for things to manifest and why sometimes it's in your best interest for things not to happen right away. And it just kind of gives a lot of answers to like the frustration of like, why, why isn't it working? What's going wrong here? You know? So I think it'll be super beneficial for people who have learned a little bit here and there, but they're still maybe feeling frustrated or like stuck. And I just want to help people get unstuck and also like laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And so now I'm kind of curious about, you know, like when you want something, um, and you're, you know, in that manifestation mode and it is taking a while to happen and you feel like you're not seeing anything like, 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 how do you know if something is like really coming to you, but it's just like not the right time versus like, it's never going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I don't know if we can really know like a hundred percent for sure, which is kind of like the beauty of life, right? Like we don't get to know it all. We're just all like speculating of how it actually works. (laughs) But, um, I think sometimes it's just that the thing that you want is taking time either on the universe's end to, you know, get all the working parts in order to move things, people and opportunities around, or like on your end to open your mind to it or line up with it. Like there's so many factors. It's hard to say like in one sentence, Yeah, but sometimes like what you, here's the thing, you always get what you actually want. So you'll always Mm -hmm. get your genuine desire eventually, but it might not look like the thing that you thought you wanted. Yeah. So let's say you want to be married because you want connection. You will get connection in your lifetime. If you're wanting that, you will get it. It is a part of your healing journey. It's 100% certain. Like the universe wants you to have that, but it might not look like a marriage. 
You know, it might look different than how you think it needs to come to you. Mm -hmm. So being open is very helpful and um, just, you know, try having faith and see if it works out or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, it sounds like, you know, just kind of being open to what's really out there and like what's coming to you and like, yeah, it might not be exactly how you originally thought it might, um, look, but yeah, it goes back to like that deep root root, like the deep reason, um, like the root of the reason that you want it. So yeah, the need and the want of the core desire, like you'll get those. That's like guaranteed part of life. You will experience that if you're wanting to, it -hmm. just might require you to be open and flexible and not super control freaky, which, you know, is hard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's like kind of exciting, but also kind of frustrating if you yeah. are a control freak, like, oh, but I want it to happen exactly this way. Mm-hmm. Well, the human journey can be frustrating. So, you know, the less you can judge yourself for getting frustrated, the less resistance you'll have in the whole process. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for, you know, sharing all of your um, wisdom on manifestation and affirmations and just everything that you're doing. I love it. And I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was great. I love these, um, co-creations. They're always amazing. Cause I feel like the hosts can really tune into like, what do the people want to know? And then you channel those questions and I channel the answers and then it's just a fun channeling fest. So thanks for having me on. And I hope to connect with everyone who's listening. If you guys love this episode, let me know. Reach out on Instagram. I just made a TikTok. That's pretty fun. <laughs> um, yeah. I love when people like message me and they're like, oh, I heard you on this podcast. I love this one part or whatever. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the BU podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and write me a review. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at beautifulchick or on my website, beautifulchick.com. Remember, be you, be beautiful.